Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Untitled Chronicles. Today we're going to be reading some stories from Reddit that have paranormal aspects to them. So the first story is called My Mother and Sister and I Were Saved from a Suicide Bomber's Terrorist Attack. So some background. Israel, the year 1997. At the time, the situation of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict was at a crisis point and suicide bombers, sadly, was no unusual event. So to the story. My mother took me and my sister to the uh, Mahain Yehuda market in Jerusalem for some shopping and a fun day with mum. We were walking through the market when I pointed at the beverage stand and asked my mother to buy me a drink. My mother, who'd normally never say no to requests like that, suddenly had a very bad feeling, like something bad was going to happen. Out of nowhere, she was seeing black, had a burn in fever and had difficulty breathing. She started panicking and yelling, no, we are leaving right now. She began dragging me with one hand and pushing my sister's stroller with the other hand and started running towards the end of the market street. While pushing almost violently between the crowd, as more time passed, her feeling became stronger and more severe. When we started crossing the road, my mother was in tears and was visibly in pain. The second we finished crossing the road and got to the other side of the street, the market exploded. After a few seconds of complete shock and horror, the sign of the beverage stand that we were just next to hit the concrete right in front of us. The attack was later known as one of the worst terror attacks of its time. Two bombers on each side of the main street of the market exploded simultaneously. 16 people died and 178 injured. I think that if my mother hadn't had that weird feeling, we might not be here today. My, mo- my mother is calling this a hand of God or a guardian angel, but I'm not religious and I'm an extremely rational thinker. So as far as I can say, it's just one of those things you can't explain. Perhaps it was an instinct, similar to rats leaving a sinking ship or animals fleeing before a natural disaster occurs. So the first story is from a Reddit user. It's called, uh, where did my mother disappear to for nine hours? So it starts off. The year would have been either 1989 or 1990, and I would have been a young teenager. My mum always made a Sunday dinner without fail. It was the one meal we could always rely on. Meat, roasties, veg, and plenty of it too. We loved our Sunday dinners. The rest of the week, it was sugar or tomato ketchup butties. And a a butty is like a bread roll if um, you're not from the UK. But I don't know why you'd have just sugar in it. That's a bit odd. But And it goes on to say, um, so this Sunday was no different, except we needed some potatoes to make the roast potatoes with. And my mum said she would walk on down to the shop which was no more than a 10-minute walk away. She left at 11am, as we always had lunch, at 1pm or close to that time. It was our thing. We expected her to return then no later than 11.30. So anyway, time ticked on, 11.30 came and went, then midday. At about this time, we were getting concerned and, well, a little impatient. We were all hungry and looking forward to our roast potatoes. So where on earth was my mower? With the damn food. But when 12.30 came and went, our bellies stopped rumbling and we started to get really anxious as to where she was. So I started to pace outside the house, looking down the road to see if she was coming, but she was nowhere in sight. Then I saw the number six bus, 
It stopped outside the shop and was just two stops away. I wondered if she had waited to get on it. So I watched as it neared, knowing if she was going to get off it, I would be stood in front of it. While something was on the bus, it was a figure all dressed in black from head to toe. And it was waving at me furiously. I don't know why, but I got the impression it was my mum, even though she was not wearing anything like that. So I kept looking at the person thing and the bus passed right by me and the person was locking eyes with me and still waving like a lunatic. The bus stop was about 100 metres further away and just around the bend on our road. So I decided to leg it about 40 metres or so so that I could see this thing off the bus. But the bus never stopped. It carried on. And there was just one more stop it could go to, the terminus, where it turns around and does the route again. Luckily, the bus had to go in like a square shape and back on itself into the terminus. And I decided to race it there. Back then, I was a pretty good athlete and it took me about 50 seconds to get an eyesight of it. I made it to the terminus as the bus pulled in, but nobody got off the bus. I asked the driver where the woman was dressed in all black. He said there was never a woman on the bus like that. I told him she was waving like a lunatic a couple of minutes ago, and he laughed and said I was dreaming as nobody had been on his bus since Leighton, which was about six stops back. Confused and scared, I walked back home and told my dad and sister. They didn't know what to make of it either, but one thing was certain, my mum was nowhere to be seen. We went out to look for her, but she had vanished. I don't know why, but we never called the police. I think we just never thought about doing that. Nowadays you would, but back then it didn't. It just didn't happen. So it got to 8pm and the keys slid in the door and in walked my mum with potatoes. We could now have our dinner, only joking. We all went ballistic. Where have you been, etc, etc. She looked dazed and confused and said she'd only been gone no more than 30 minutes. She didn't or couldn't understand any of it. The only thing she recorded was entering the shop and remembering it being light outside. And when she left, she recorded it being dark and thought that was a little strange, but she had no idea she had been missing for nine hours. My mum pre this event had a job working in a mushroom picking place and she had flunked school and didn't have any qualifications and never any real drive to better herself. But after this, in fact, the same year, she started to attend night school to get her GCSEs. She got all six of the highest grade A. She then attended night school and took on four A-levels and got four straight A's. She then went to university and completed two full honour degrees and the same time in criminology and law, getting two ones in each. She then took on other courses such as hypnotherapy, animal therapy and became fully qualified to teach in those. She got a job in the civil service and got promoted almost every single year until she was very high up. She basically had a thirst for some for knowledge, something she never had before this event. So was this connected? Did something happen to her to make her behave like this afterwards? Where did she go for those nine hours? Who was the black figure I saw waving to me on the bus? So the last story I found on Reddit, I can't really find a title for it, but I'll just jump into it. It says, so I guess a little context is in order. My girlfriend and I have been together for about a year at the time. Never had any big problems. We are both pretty relaxed people. Never had a big fight. Never trust issues, the whole shenanigan. So one day I was out in front of my apartment building smoking a cigarette. 
This was before we lived together. I had seen her the night before, had a nice dinner, gone out to a bar, then gone to my place, after which she took a taxi home. So as I'm standing out in front of my apartment building, she pulls up in a taxi. I wasn't expecting her and was pleasantly surprised to see her. I put out my cigarette, smiled and walked up saying something like, hey, what are you doing here? In a very friendly way. She just scours at me and slaps me square across the jaw. Obviously, I'm confused and at a loss for words, so I just kind of looked at her. She never said anything, just barged past me into the building. I followed her up to my apartment, asking her what was happening the whole way. She goes into my apartment, grabs her bag and some of her stuff she left there, throws a few things at me, breaking a glass or two, knocking down a bunch of stuff on a shelf. She calls me a pig, says she knows everything and that I've broken her heart. I'm trying to figure out what was going on, obviously. She stops on her way out when I touch her sleeve, glares at me and slaps me. She tells me something like, I hope I never see you again, and walks out. I followed her into the, to the street. She got in, a, in her cab and drove off. The street was pretty empty. This was maybe 8, 9 a.m. I watched her drive off. At this point, I'm lost for words, scared and sad. Then, as I'm watching the cab drive away, someone hugs me around the waist from behind. I turn around and it's her in running clothes. And I went completely pale. She said hi in her usual happy-go-lucky tone, then noticed my look and said, what's wrong? I spun around, no taxi. It had literally driven away five seconds earlier. No way it could have turned in that time. And all the lights were red. I didn't say anything to her, just ran upstairs. Her bag was gone, things were still broken, my door was wide open, so then I told her. We were both monumentally confused. There's no way I could have mixed her up with someone else, as she's an only child. We had security check the cameras, and sure enough, me following a girl to my apartment. The angles weren't great, and the film wasn't great quality. But it was easy to see me and my face. But hers was always hard to make out. Looked a hell of a lot like her, but never a clear shot. No way it was the same girl. Still creeps me out, and we don't talk about it. Thank you for listening to the pilot episode of The Untitled Chronicles.